save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. All right, let's talk about big tech. Most of us depend on it every single day, whether it be Google or Amazon Web Services or Microsoft. Um, whether it be Apple or any of the other larger players in the technology field, uh, we're all basically dependent upon it nowadays. If you use a smartphone, you are dependent upon it. If you have anything delivered to your house, as many of us are nowadays, uh, you're dependent upon big tech. Personally, I have kind of a love-hate relationship with big tech. I use it every day, as does everyone else, but uh, I have my own moral conundrum with it. Uh, you know, for the longest time, I refused to get a transponder for my car so I could pay tolls without having to throw the change in the basket. And then after, uh, I don't know, 15 years, I finally gave in and got one of those transponders. And it was my, my rationale for not doing it was always that, well, you know, they can use the transponder to track me so they'll know where I am and what I'm doing. Well, all the while, I'm using a smartphone uh, that is linked to Google. And for me, I am probably most dependent on Google my personal cell phone is a Google Pixel. I use Gmail uh, for two different Gmail accounts. I use Google Maps for directions. I use Google Drive for storing things in the cloud. And I use Google Voice to gather news. I use a Google Voice number routed to my cell phone. That way, if I'm out and about and somebody calls me to do a phone interview, uh, I give them my Google Voice number. They call me. All I have to do is press 4 and then... The call starts recording and I can use the audio. As a reporter, that's really handy. So uh, while I have my philosophical differences with Google, I'd be a hypocrite if I told you I was entirely against it because I use it every day in my life. And there is a growing movement here in this country of folks who want to get away from big tech. And there's actually a proposed bill here in the state of Florida that would crack down on big tech. Uh, and the goal of that is to eliminate what many conservatives consider to be discrimination by the larger social media networks and, and the big tech platforms, whether it be Google or Amazon Web Services or whatever. Uh, and there's a proposal in the state Senate that would require social media networks like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it would re require those providers to give a user 30 days notice before suspending their, their accounts. Of course, this is all in the aftermath of the January 6th riots on Capitol Hill, uh, where most of that organizing was done via Parler, which is a smaller social media network that has really kind of been adopted by conservatives and used for uh, spreading you know, conservative messages and, and, and fostering that type of conversation. So in the wake of that, Amazon Web Services actually took down Parler and said you're not using our servers to run your web to, to run your social network. So in response to that, 
there are a couple of proposals here in the state legislature in Florida. And why is this important now? Because Florida's legislature just uh, convened this week for our 60-day legislative session where our lawmakers uh, adopt laws that will basically govern you know our lives here in Florida. Another proposal that was filed uh, earlier this month would prohibit social media platforms from suspending the account of a political candidate. It would also be subject to a fine of $100,000 for each day that that candidate's account has been suspended. Uh, of course, there is debate about whether or not states can even do that, all because of the Telecommunications Act of 1996, which shields Internet-based companies from many legal challenges. So while it may sound exciting to voters that you as a state lawmaker are going to take on the Googles and the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world, it may not actually be practical. And you may not be able to succeed in your effort to rein in what you consider to be censorship being done by big tech. So for our guest this week, we're going to talk to Steve Del Bianco. He is president of NetChoice. They're out with a new poll of Americans that says most Americans want to keep big tech intact. I can see that. As Americans, we're lazy. As Americans, we're kind of set in our ways. We like being able to use one provider rather than multiple providers. Anything you can streamline nowadays is certainly easier. In my case, I am connected to Google in ways that I never would have imagined. And if Google were to disappear tomorrow, I would be crippled. I wouldn't be able to use a, I wouldn't have a phone that works. wouldn't have email. I wouldn't be able to get to the large files that I have stored in the cloud, so to speak. And I wouldn't be able to do phone interviews, which for me as a reporter is very critical. So I wanted to talk to Steve Del Bianco about their poll. But before we get into that, let's find out exactly what NetChoice is. NetChoice is a national trade association. We represent America's tech leaders, folks like Amazon, Facebook, and Google. These are America's tech businesses that lead the world but they also lead Americans through this COVID lockdown and COVID crisis. That's how we stay connected with each other, how we maintain our educational opportunities. That's how we work together on our careers and businesses. It's also how people buy products and services and meals and have them delivered to their homes. So America's tech leadership really has helped to lead us through COVID. And you guys just recently conducted a poll where you uh, polled American consumers about their thoughts on big tech. Give me some of the highlights of that, uh, that, that poll. Polling we've just done shows that Americans do not support breaking up America's tech-leading companies. They see it as lawmakers just playing politics rather than dealing with important issues for our country. Uh, consumers are really concerned about breaking up America's tech leaders might harm the services, the tech services that Americans rely on, and that it would kneecap American businesses against global competitors. There's also a view that breaking up tech leadership platforms would really harm small businesses who rely on those platforms. And that hurts Americans while those platforms are needed more than ever to help us through COVID. So really, uh, Daryl, the more that Americans learn about the consequences of breaking up America's tech leaders, the less likely they are to support it. And when we're talking about big tech, I think the first names that come to mind are Apple, Google, Microsoft, that sort of thing. Uh, what, are, what are the players that we're talking about here when we talk about big tech? Yeah, they're these tech platforms that enable small businesses and consumers to connect. So the name might be Amazon, but it's Amazon Web Services 
that thousands of the small American businesses rely upon to be able to host their content and reach consumers. Uh, the advertising that small businesses do on Facebook, for instance, connects them with consumers with tightly targeted advertising that they could never have afforded to do prior to Facebook. So it's really about trying to have platforms that enable small businesses and American consumers. And, w and when the consequences of breaking up and breaking apart those platforms are made real in a survey or a poll, consumers are not interested in having politicians advance their own goals by attacking America's tech leaders. You know, when you talk about Americans uh, who favor keeping these big tech companies together, you know, you have to keep in mind that these these big uh, conglomerates have made life easier. And I'm one of these people myself. How many Americans are out there like me who, if Google uh, were to go away, I would just I'd be screwed. Darrell, count yourself among the majority of Americans. This polling showed that most Americans like you don't want to lose the free services they get from America's tech platforms. They don't want to lose the tight integration among the different services on those platforms. And they certainly don't want to lose the ability to get those services for free, which in most cases they're not paying for the services. And it's the scale and size of those platforms that enable them to support their services through advertising. So you're right. Breaking it up is going to actually undermine the convenience, the choice, and the value that you realize today. And when you talk about free, I would argue that uh, while it is free in, in terms of there's no monetary uh, units exchanged in, in return for these services, I would argue that the currency of the Internet is actually your data. And for folks who worry uh, about their data being shared uh, across multiple platforms with these large companies doing who knows what with our data, how do you kind of put those folks' minds at ease uh, you know, with respect to who's, what's Google doing with my data? Yeah, Daryl, for a century, Americans have understood that broadcast TV and broadcast radio, like your own station, are actually free to consumers because advertisers are paying for it. And advertisers pay to be able to reach people that match the demographic and interests of what the products and services they have to sell. We've been pretty comfortable with that for over a century. Uh, and if there are concerns, real concerns about any particular privacy practices that occur at the online space, then po politicians can, can try to find specific and targeted solutions to issues like privacy if there's a real concern there. But this idea that break up America's tech platforms and that will sort of solve problems is completely at odds with what consumers actually think. Now, here in America, we have a long-standing history of fighting against monopolies. Uh, I think you could make the argument that these large uh, big tech conglomerates, uh, conglomerates are complete, uh, are are uh, basically making their own monopolies. Uh, what do you say to folks who have that concern? America's uh, antitrust law has a proud tradition of focusing first on the consumer, of focusing on whether consumers are being harmed by activities of a company that has a large market share. Uh, none of the cases we've seen so far, or the noise that's being made in Washington D.C., is focusing on whether consumers are harmed by the size and efficiency of the large consumer, large tech platforms. So I think that a focus on does it harm consumers is going to lead us down the right path. It always has in America. And if we head in that direction, you're just not going to see the justification of breaking up companies that Americans value today. How does this affect small businesses? 
Small businesses have relied on large Internet platforms, America's leading Internet platforms, to be able to host their content for a fraction of the cost of building it themselves. Small businesses advertise on places like Facebook, YouTube, Google, and Amazon, and they're able then to reach consumers that they've never been able to afford to reach through traditional advertising. The small businesses have relied on tech platforms to build businesses and acquire consumers, and they've done so in particular during the COVID lockdowns when so many small businesses are suffering. The few that can try to use Internet platforms, they reach customers for ordering of products and services, uh, even restaurants delivering food. Think about how all of those small businesses leverage the large platforms to stay in business. So where do you come down on this? Are you a fan of big tech or do you think we should break it up? Do you feel that the social media networks and the Googles and the Amazons and the Twitters and the Facebooks of the world, do you feel like they have too much influence over our lives and too much access to us? Or do you feel it's a necessary evil? Is the convenience that these companies have created for us worth the loss of our data, the loss of our information? Is it too easy for these companies to censor your message if they don't like it? Tell me what you think. Send me an email, daryl.moody at cmg.com. I also want to remind you, if you like what you hear I'm not in the mood and you want to hear me do my other thing, reporting, I would encourage you to listen to WDBO throughout the day. You can find me reporting live from the scene of various stories uh, most mornings on Orlando's Morning News. You'll also hear my reporting throughout the day. Uh, I want to thank you again for listening to Not in the Mood. Again, if you like what you hear, share with your friends, encourage them to listen. Uh, We're still seeing those numbers of e-listens growing. We want to keep that going. We want to keep growing this thing. And uh, again, I just want to thank all of you for listening, and I hope you'll join us next week.